Today on Locked On Rockies, the stove, the hot stove as it's known, heats up for the NL West, but not so much for the Colorado Rockies. You are Locked On Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Rock on Rockies fans, welcome into the Locked On Rockies podcast for today, the 18th day of December in the year 2023. I'm your host of the Locked On Rockies podcast, Paul Holden, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day. I'm Paul Holden, your host of the Locked On Rockies podcast. I'm your Rockies fan extraordinaire. been bringing you your daily Rockies talk for over three seasons now here on the Locked On Podcast Network and been following this team my entire life. You can find us on your favorite streaming services. You can also find us on the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel where your subscription to the show is the easiest way to help the show grow and the easiest way to fire off your Rockies hot takes and let me know what you are thinking when it comes to the Colorado Rockies. And it was another moment, another situation, uh, another week where it feels like the Colorado Rockies are still really far behind the rest of their division rivals. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about this team potentially just trotting out this current roster as is with a couple of tweaks, obviously, here and there and a little bit more here today on the show Locked on Rockies podcast. Thank you all so much for making us your first listen of the day. Thank you for finding us on your favorite streaming services. Hey, before we dive into everything today, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more right now. New customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. All right, so... Unless you were under a rock as a baseball fan this week, you probably saw that the National League West was busy this week, and uh, that does not include the Colorado Rockies, unfortunately. The Rockies uh, still have not signed any free agents yet. They have not uh, made any moves yet. Um, they're going to have to. At, at some point, we know this team is going to have to make moves to address the starting pitching, unless they're fully confident with going in the system and with and going with at least two young guys to fill out that rotation. Now, we talked to Patrick Lyons last week, and uh, it seems like a Chase Anderson reunion could be possible or, or, or something similar. But it's all overshadowed by the fact of, and, and Jeff Passan put this really well, about the Diamondbacks go to the World Series, and then they build around them. And it's just in stark contrast to the Rockies playoff appearances it's it, it what the Diamondbacks are doing right now is the exact thing the Rockies should have done in the playoff seasons that's that's where you're showing that you're serious about winning that's when you're showing that you're serious about the team that you've put together that's when you really buy in not an Ian Desmond contract not a Daniel Murphy contract go out make smart trades to bolster and bring back important pieces to your team. I it it it, it the thing that's most infuriating and, and this is on top of a week where the Dodgers got better adding starting pitching which they needed signing that starting pitcher for an extension and the Giants getting what well, the uh getting that the, the Korean baseball MVP making the uh the the, the transaction there to get uh young Ho Lee uh young Hu Lee uh 
the most frustrated I am as a Rockies fan watching these moves be made. It, it isn't the Giants or the Dodgers. Because you know what? That's to be expected. The Giants have, have, have been trying to land one of the biggest free agents in the free agent season for, what, three years now? And they've had all sorts of dilemma, all sorts of this, and all sorts of everything go up in the way. So the Dodgers and the, and, and, and the, the Giants making those moves don't frustrate me as much as watching the D-backs be the better Rockies. Be the team that understands the situation they're in. Be the team that understands truly where they are right now and what it's going to take to make put themselves in a better position to win. Because they're not done either. They're talking about adding veteran DH power, a J.D. Martinez, a Justin Turner, who the Rockies would love to see, I'm sure. Both of those players again. The fact of the matter is, it's another moment where the Rockies have to look themselves in the mirror. They have to look at themselves and they have to say, if we are able to create and build an exciting young roster that does what the Diamondbacks do, you have to be willing to do what they're doing right now. You have to be willing to do what they did in the middle of the season. Remember what Miller Thomas told us when we talked about how far behind the Rockies are behind the Diamondbacks. They were willing to cut ties with seasoned veteran players that they had signed even that year. Look at the Bumgarner deal. If the Rockies aren't paying attention, if the Rockies continue to be in the bunker of ignorance of their own bubble, we will continue to see the same story that we have seen for 30 years. When I see the flurry of moves being made, and I just can't help but feel like the Diamondbacks are sticking out. And again, there are better rosters than the Diamondbacks. Absolutely. The Dodgers just got better. But the Diamondbacks were are looked at their strengths, looked at their weaknesses, and they evaluated all of those things, and they have built on them, and they continue to build on them, and they also embraced a new way and new style of baseball. They are looking to take old the, the, the old tried-and-true methods of solid, good veteran hitters that also play good defense in most cases, mixed with their speed and their youth and their exciting and their other great defenders that, that change everything to mash them together into a unit that is going to provide you depth from one through nine and make you a threat to go toe-to-toe with these huge payroll teams. The Diamondbacks are take when they made it to almost the highest of the highest point, winning the World Series. They made it just about to the summit. And they are working to get there, get to the top, take full advantage of this opportunity that they have created for themselves. And yet when the Rockies finally crafted a team that was playoff caliber, beat the Dodgers caliber, they scraped the bargain bin. They tried to, they, they didn't get creative outside of their own operation. They got in their own way. And they aren't doing what the what the D-backs are doing right now. Maybe that'll change. But we have to see the Rockies get back in there, get back to the dance first. And and I don't know if you can sit here and and fully say that the that that you're as confident that the Rockies can do the Rangers or the Diamondbacks bounce back two year plan. 
I think we really have to pump the brakes on 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 being overly excited about 2025 being a moment where this team really gels and comes together. It certainly could happen. Absolutely. It's certainly a possibility. But over 30 years of Rockies baseball have told me that that's not the case. The Diamondbacks have won the World Series. The Diamondbacks have been able to go back to the playoffs. The Diamondbacks have been able to minimize the tough stretches, just like we talked in our Orioles episode we did uh, a few months ago when we looked at the efficiency of losing. What this offseason is showing me is, once again, I am more confident in the front offices and in the organizations of the Rockies' rivals than I am in the Rockies'. But now that I've pumped all this up and now that I've said all this stuff, let me at least bring it back down a little bit and 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 say why I'm not overly concerned with the Rockies not making moves right at this moment and why it's okay to be overshadowed in 2024 only if this team is really, really planning on and really confident in their development for 2025 and onwards. Let's talk about that coming up in segment number two. Before we dive into that, got to tell you about our friends at FanDuel. FanDuel is the number one sportsbook in America, and you can get in on all the NFL action here with FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. So that means if you want to bet big on your favorite team, maybe you want to, hey, I know the Broncos game was a little tough this weekend, but the schedule looking pretty good. So if you want to keep the confidence in the Broncos and in their playoff hopes, why not place a $5 money line bet on FanDuel? And if you win, you can get $150 in bonus bets. That's $150 if your team wins at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. The app on your phone, it's super easy to use. And there's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn for all the action this NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. This is the Locked On Rockies podcast for free and streaming on your favorite streaming services, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day and on the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel, where you can be part of the show and where your subscription helps the show grow. Really, really, really does help, folks. Any, any, uh, if you're looking for a way to, to, to support the show, subscribing, liking those YouTube videos, telling the folks that uh, you know that like the Rockies to tune in. Really, really do appreciate all of you for tuning in and joining us here uh, as we navigate the the offseason here uh, with the Colorado Rockies. Hey, uh, I'm not the only one doing cool stuff on uh, the Locked On Podcast Network. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league go to locked on sports today on youtube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24 7 streaming channel okay so we talked about in the first segment we highlighted the fact that the nos got better this week dodgers made another move got glass now and uh, i i'm uh let's see who was the other i i know i should know but uh 
They get the, the the deal done for Glass now. They get the extension done. That's that's really, I mean, for me, the big, the big big one uh, there. But uh, let's get the, all the details of that trade. Uh, let's see. Yeah, and uh, man, Manuel Margot uh, there in uh, center field for so the Rockies. Are, I'm, I'm sorry, the Dodgers also add a center fielder there, Margot. And uh, we talked about, I mentioned uh, the Giants finally landing their big prized free agent. <laughs> you got to feel a little bad for them after everything that's uh, that, that that's happened in terms of them trying to land free agents uh, in the past few seasons. There was uh, as as an NOS rival, you do get to laugh a little bit just because of the. Uh, you know, the the competitive nature of it all. But the Giants got better, and I, I, I'm certainly going to say that they're not going to be done either. And we focused primarily on the Diamondbacks, their moves, them getting better, them seizing the opportunity and seizing where they were last year uh, and building on their team, really evaluating strengths and weaknesses and, and making moves and bringing back uh, Guriel Jr., who was a, a key, key player in that uh in that World Series run. And then it circles back to the fact that the Rockies haven't made any moves. Yes, they made the trade, but I'm saying free agent moves. And um, I sit here and I don't overly concern myself because I'm not surprised. I mean, we knew that this team was going to trot out a very similar roster to what it was, what it has right now. They want to. They want to see where their guys at. They want to see the, the the true potential. They gotta. They gotta give the young guys the sophomore stuff. They 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 got their platoon at first base. The only thing that you were expecting was pitching, and and they're going. To, the Rockies are going to have to make one to two pitching moves at least, and bring someone in from free agency or do something to bring in pitching arms. There's they have to. <laughs> they're currently facing a rotation that isn't full. And I sit here and I, I, I am concerned with the fact that I, I wish the Rockies could really my, my biggest main concern that, that is wrapped up in all this stuff is I'm really disappointed that the Rockies don't get to be in the mix for the exciting international signings. I think it's a really big bummer that the Rockies are, it doesn't feel like, and then this has everything to do with their rep and, and, a, and a million other things, but I would love for the Rockies to be the ones that are the favorites to get the heavy-hitting Korean baseball MVP. And and I think those avenues and and looking at those leagues and looking at all, and, and all, all and, and any of those uh, professional baseball leagues around the world, I think the Rockies are missing out big time by not being able to be more active in those international markets. I think the Rockies are, and and I know they they are they're always going to fall that the the market size and everything is definitely going to be a big part of that. But at least be in the conversation. I, I want I want an inkling. I want I want a, a random tweet that just connects the Rockies or at least say, says they have conversations. I think it's a really I think it's 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 a bummer that the Rockies have never been a factor with some of the biggest names that that have come over from from Japan or Korea or the other uh professional leagues. I know there's the international drafts and there's there's you know the the, the Rockies are have been active in in other countries and 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 focusing on ball there and Rockies players go and play in those leagues which is always great but 
I just wish the Rockies could be doing a little bit more because I think that is a way to, it, it, it's just an, an, another interesting line of players. And as we've been seeing of late, there's really great players to come from all of these leagues and players that have gone to those leagues and then have come back. Rockies, of course, you know, Ryan Spielborgs always tells you about how beneficial his time was playing overseas uh, for his time with the Rockies. That's that's a part of the, my concerns. But to sit here and say that I'm really concerned that this team hasn't done much this offseason isn't true just because I wasn't planning on this team to do a lot. But that can't be the case at the middle of the season. You're going to have to start really the evaluation and figuring if 2025 is truly the goal and, and we don't know that it is but we just have to assume it. we're just under the assumption of the Rockies trying to be the next two-year stinker back in the playoffs bounce back team you can afford to 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 can you know see how the first half of the season goes and 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 all that good stuff but eventually starting in spring training this year you're going to have to start formulating the plan of who's still around. And, and this circles back again to the big questions of who gets traded, who stays here. How, when are the Rockies going to look and focus in on those conversations? Because if you're not going to do anything in free agency right now, then you're not helping your, you're, you're, you're not setting yourself up for the future potentially. Because by, by I mean, if you're punting on 24, that's fine. You, But if you can make some moves, if you can find a starter to get a little, you know, and bring maybe get a couple of years of control or, or make some sort of a move, that's what you're going to have to start doing. And we have to see the Rockies be able to navigate and handle planning ahead, looking towards the future, and really, really being as good as they think they are in draft and develop. I don't think the Rockies are, obviously they've missed out on some big names. The goal, I don't think, for the Rockies was to make a ton of big splashes in free agency this offseason. But can we really just sit there and count on this roster as constructed? even with, And even with putting into our mind the fact that they are going to have to make a couple of moves. But let's be honest. Are the Rockies really going to make a free agent pitching deal that isn't on the level of Chase Anderson? A Zach Granke? Like these are the, the these are the moves that are most likely going to happen for the Rockies. And that's fine for filling the stop gap of 2024. But when does this team truly start taking shape and taking form and taking and, and really knowing what it's going to be in 2025 and knowing the plan? Because you might be getting a new manager the next year. But Black only has a one-year extension. The Rockies certainly could continue to do the, the one-year deals. But the question is going to circle around again. Is Bud Black going to really be the guy that helps the Rockies break this? He's been here for a while. He's, he's what, the most, second most? The most he's got to be second behind Hurdle at this point in terms of, of manager time for the Rockies. Do you really believe that Bud Black, in the way he runs his team, 
and his coaching staff are the ones that are going to be able to help the next phase of this team. Those questions and roster construction ones are popping up now. Because most most fans and most people know that 2024 ain't going to be a pretty one. So what are we doing to get to make 2025 better? And the lack of moves right now and the stagnation and the lack of change in the front office signals that the Rockies like status quo right now. So I ask, how much can you count on this roster as is? Let's talk about that coming up in segment number three. This is the Locked on Rockies podcast. We're free and streaming on your favorite streaming services, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked on Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day. If your team is the Colorado Rockies, guess what? You're in the right spot. You found us. That's what we do around here is talk Rockies baseball here on the Locked on Podcast Network, which is available on all your favorite streaming services and the Locked on Rockies YouTube channel, where you can be part of the show by firing off your Rockies hot takes in the Locked on Rockies YouTube comment section. Really appreciate all of you for tuning in and making us uh, your first listen of the day. And don't forget, you can go check out uh, the Locked on Sports Today 24-7 streaming channel here uh, on YouTube if you need more Locked on Sports fix. They got you covered with everything going on there uh, with the 24-7 live streaming channel. So check it out there. Uh, So how confident? are we in the roster as constructed? Because let's be honest, that we know a good chunk of, of, of this roster. We know what to expect next year. And I'm as confident probably as I was at the end of the season. Yes, I see potential. Yes, I see hope. I do. There are good players on the Rockies right now. There are. It'll be really interesting to see what the impacts of a, of, a, of a steps forward on offense for Brenton Doyle could mean, what a full season of Nolan Jones could mean, what a healthy Chris Bryant could mean, what a healthy Brendan Rodgers could mean, mixed with Tovar and Ryan McMahon, what the, how, good, how potentially good this Rockies defense could be. There are things to sit here and, and, and be confident in in the Rockies. But break it down further. The second highest war was put up by Ryan McMahon. And I, I was texting my buddy Jim Brown this weekend and we were talking and I, I, we, we talk a lot about Ryan McMahon. We talk a lot about these players, but, but this is basically what I came down to. And one of the things the Rockies key offensive piece can't hit under 30 home runs and strike out 200 times. And that's what the Rockies have in Ryan McMahon. Ryan McMahon can't be the focal center point of this offense. Going forward in 2025, he simply can't be. It can't be Chris Bryant because the, the 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 power's down. It can be Nolan Jones, sure, certainly, but he can't be the only one. We can't go back to. We know what can happen with the Rockies. If you have a one through five that's really great, and then your six through nine fall off, the depth of the lineup's a problem. Because when the middle of the order slumps, then the whole offense slumps. Mixed in with the fact that. This rotation is full of question marks, full of them. How are you going to manage the rotation leading up into the return of Senzatella and Marquez? What type of deals are you even able to sign? What type of deals are you able even able to look at? How much are you really buying on in confidence? Are you, are you just leaning on 
your Lamberts and 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 your 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 Rollisons and your other guys, your, your Noah Davises, your other guys that you've you you trotted out there and have dealt with injuries until you get them back. But then what do you do with those arms? How much when do you when do you see enough or when do you see when when have you seen what you need to see from some of these young Rockies arms or some of these Rockies pitchers until you say, eh. Maybe we try to flip them for a different type of, uh, 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 another type of arm or do something. Or when do you look at those guys and you say, man, something's not working. Why are our pitchers regressing? Why are our pitchers not getting better? Why are, why is our philosophy, why are we throwing so many pitches that are getting barreled? Why are, what are we doing as an organization to how we're approaching pitching lead to these results. At some point, the Rockies, I, I said this in the, in the beginning, you have to look yourself in the mirror. You have to evaluate your strengths and your weaknesses, and you have to build and change and adapt. And while I have faith and while I can count on this roster in some areas, I don't have faith in the organization and the constructors of the roster. I don't have faith in, in in this team fully putting it together and making the tough decisions when it comes to really evaluating what their strengths and weaknesses are and pulling the, 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 the getting a deal done or making something happen to address them. I'm I'm pretty confident, as Patrick Lyons t- uh, teased on on our uh, when we when we talked to him last week, January's coming up. That means Dick Monfort's probably going to get up and, and tell us that he believes that we can play 500 baseball and he'll just walk off, never to be heard from again, other than if you email him and he's bored and wants to email you back. And that's going to be it. Right now, I just feel like the Rockies, they're just going to do a little, they're, they're going to do their poof, puff of smoke. And you're just going to, and we're just going to ride with it. And see what happens. I really, my bigger concern isn't with 2024. It's 2025 and beyond. Because on top, with all of these moves that the NL West made, they're getting better for the years to come. So the Rockies have to respond. And I'm not confident in their abilities to do that. At least not right now. I'm excited to see what steps forward this team can can make. I'm excited by the potential of some of the players on this team. I'm excited by some of the pieces of this foundation. But looming large over it is the cloud of mistrust in everything that is the Rockies front office as an organization. Folks, that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Rockies. Thank you so much for tuning in and joining us here on the Locked on Rockies podcast. You can find us free and streaming on your favorite streaming services. You can find us on the Locked on Rockies YouTube channel. You can follow us on Twitter at LO Rockies and uh, find out uh, you know, what's up with uh, whenever I feel like firing off some Rockies thoughts there. But uh, folks, best way to help the show your subscription to uh, the Locked on Rockies podcast on YouTube. It's free. It's easy. It uh, keeps you up to date with all the episodes. You know when we're uh, posting. You know when we got uh, 
all sorts of stuff coming up here on the Locked on Rockies podcast when you subscribe to the channel there. So really, really do appreciate that. But uh, folks, that's going to do it for today's episode. And uh, thank you for making us your first listen of the day. For your second listen of the day, go check out the Locked on MLB podcast. Or if you need more Colorado sports coverage, Locked on Broncos, Locked on Avalanche, Locked on Nuggets, and Locked on Buffs got you covered here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Until next time, this is Paul Holden saying so long from the Locked On Rockies podcast.